Welcome to Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Miss Lisa and Mr. Ruben. Alrighty then. Wow, too much. Take a listen to episode one of season seven. We're calling it Back to Basics. Listen to this relatable, transparent segment of Miss Lisa and Ruben. What are we talking about today? Well, it's uh, we're starting a new season. Our last episode was season six. We're in uh, season eight. No, season seven now. I'm gonna say eight. So we're at breakfast. Anything troubling your mind in, in realm of relationships? Yeah, I noticed when we was watching the show yesterday, they're still talking about this uh uh what we talked about last uh about intimidation. So let's talk about this. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade said that they go 50-50, talking about finances and marriages. How do you guys feel about the 50-50 thing? When you're truly in a marriage, yes. it doesn't matter. All that number stuff, that you got me and I got you. Yeah, that's that's it. It. What I love, I think a man should pay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> a man should pay for everything because he's the head of the house uh-huh. and he should so, leave. So, so in this day and age, in this generation where a lot of the women, percentage-wise, or taking over and yeah, their, their money is more. You still think that man should pay more? Yes, because she's the woman. She should be able to put them in the bank and take care of the kids if there's kids. This is going to get rise out of No, no, no. That's because no, Gabby's the woman in the situation. Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure, was still talking about Gail King. I was talking to some young football players. She ready to have a relationship now. It's like, where you been all this time? <laughs> well, I guess um, I was focused on what she said about Gail said that she wants somebody that uses the MF word. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was talking about, so basically you want a thug <laughs> that you can take to the White House. <laughs> but then how are you going to explain him wanting to smoke weed in the, the barbecue? Back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I have, I've just continued to give it more thought because, you know, my big concern for men and women dating is that there are so many people just giving up True. on dating. Right. And, you know, for my own personal self, you know, I think it's time to get back to the basics uh, of what God created. You know, God created men and women to be together. And I think when we step outside of um, the godly relationship that God intended for men and women, that's why we're having so much trouble. You know, it's like you, you can't have it two ways. You can't want to follow what's in the Bible, but also want to follow what the world is dictating. Um, so these are just my personal Opinions, you know, when you take God out of the picture, you know, like when you take God, we took God out of the schools and look so, look at how much trouble we're having with our children. You know, we've, we've tried to take God out of everything. And when you do that, you end up with a big old mess. And I think that's, that's what we have. You know, um, it's difficult to do anything. When you try to remove God from that equation. So I'm sure a lot of people will be put off by that fact, but it's just a, a basic, simple truth. 
Yeah, I like that. What you said, get back to the basics. Uh, it makes me think of uh, how we begin our life. You know, you graduate high school, you go to college. Some of us and, uh, fall in love. You start a family. Uh, let me back up. While you're in high school, before high school, while you're in elementary school, mama got you in church. You're going to church every week. You know who God is. You, you know how to pray. And even if you don't know how to pray, Scripture says, uh, you know, uh, sometimes we don't know what to pray for, and God understands our moans and our groans. And we, we get that close to God, where God understands our moans and our groans. And we, we pray for our friends. We pray for our family. And we ask God for his blessings. We grow up. Leave high school, go into college, fall in love, start a family. Now you're in your career. Uh, maybe the relationship didn't work out. Now you're single. And you stay so far away from God where you feel you've forgotten how to pray. You've forgotten how to... Then life starts twisting its vice grips on you. All of a sudden, yeah, you're making good money, but now it's stressful making good money. Yeah, you you living good, but now it's stressful living good. Now things, and now you're <clears throat> you're up there, and you don't have anybody to share your life with. Keep meeting all these different people, and it's not who you want to meet. Well, you find yourself at that at that point. You know, you're running back to God, back to the basics. But if you continue to pray. I'm not saying a lot of things, those things wouldn't happen, but if you continue walking with God, continue praying and letting him uplift you and keep you strong, uh, a lot of those things would, would have fallen by the wayside. And, and I certainly think God would have kept you grounded where you don't have to be wishing for a thud. You don't have to be wishing for this. And God will provide. To hope for Rafa, right? Uh, now that's God who heals. Thank you. Uh, okay, God who heals. El Shaddai is the God of more than enough. El Shaddai. So, Tell me up. He's he's more than enough. So whatever you could you could possibly need, uh, God is that for you. But again, I think you know we mentioned in earlier podcasts that just as you're trying to establish a relationship with a new man or woman in your life. It's also impossible to grow and nurture that relationship that you have with God. You know, you can do that by reading his word. You do that by, by, you know, having a prayer life where you go to him. You know, his word says that if you submit your request to him, he will establish your thoughts. So I just have to go back to, to that. And it's not to say that even when you have a relationship with God that, and you develop relationships with other people that there aren't going to be some hiccups along the way because we are imperfect humans. And as imperfect humans, we will continue to make mistakes. We'll continue to say the wrong things. We'll continue to rub people the wrong way, you know, uh, but again, uh, if you have that firm foundation that you're standing on, uh, again, where you understand the nature of forgiveness, 
you know, if we are quick to forgive, then we are less quick to continue to hold grudges against people. You know, if you expect God to forgive you, then you have to be willing to forgive other people of whatever wrong you feel they have done to you. And this is kind of a daily thing uh, to keep your relationship healthy. And just as you have a prayer life individually, then you also develop a prayer life with that other person where you are praying together and whatever issues or problems you're having together, you can take those to God. Hello, how y'all doing? Great, how are you? All right, Mark and Veggie, I'm looking. Father God, thank you, Lord, for this blessing. Thank you for this new day that you have made. Let this food nourish our body in your name. So, you know, for myself, I'm, I'm like a lot of women. You just start to give up on dating because the men that you're meeting by yourself um, you know, being imperfect beings that they are, you know, you get into a relationship with somebody and you find out, okay, you know, this is not working for whatever reason. It's not working. So for myself, I just decided to give that to God. It's like, you know, Lord, I know what your word says. You know, you created man and woman to be together. So I'm believing that you are going to lead me to the person that you have already chosen for me. Now, you know, for some of us, we want stuff right here, right now. Mm. Sometimes you have to wait. Sometimes you have to wait. But while you're waiting, you can rest in the knowledge that God is faithful. You know, his word says he will give you the desires of your heart. So even right now, even if you don't know him, he knows what the desires of your heart are. Even in terms of dating? In terms of everything. <laughs> so, again, you can let your request make known. So, I did put my request before the Lord. You know, I told, I, when I was praying, I just mentioned some things that I wanted to see in a mate. Uh, and then I left the rest up to him because he knows me. He knows the person he's bringing into my life. He knows the person he has intended for me to be with. So that's where that trust come, comes from, knowing that Are God will. Orange Knowing that God will hear your prayers mm-hmm. and he will answer your prayers. Uh, According to his purpose and his will. And just trusting in that word and waiting. Waiting. That's the hard part. That's the part people start off saying, okay, I'm good with waiting. Then when waiting turns to really just, man, I'm waiting. It's been months, it's been years. How long do I have to wait? How long is patience? Nobody knows how long patience is. But I have a a little sticky stickiness I want to add to this that may this conversation that uh may not be pleasing to someone's ear. 
when I look at, when I look back at, it's like girl teams. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's like girl team. <laughs> Excuse me, girl team and Sherry Shepard just name a few. Put themselves out there saying they're looking for somebody to the point where even girl team wants a thug. Uh, well, I don't know if he has to be a thug just because she don't mind, <clears throat> mind having a man that cuts in public. But uh, have you noticed, or is it just me? Women move themselves to a point in life during frustration where they publicly put out that they want a man. But why don't men publicly put out that they want a woman? Why don't why men saying, well, God, I'm waiting for you to send me this woman? You don't hear many men crying like that. You don't know there's a lot of men maybe single and, and, and waiting for their woman, but you, they're not going to advertise it. But when a woman gets frustrated and at a certain form, she puts it in public. I just want a man, y'all. I just want a man, you know. And But men don't do that. But it's not that men aren't in need of a woman. But why you think men don't put themselves out there like that? Because the Bible says he he finds a wife finds a good thing. It doesn't say she finds a man. And perhaps that is the key. Because in the godly plan, it is the man that is looking for a wife. Mm -hmm. Because the man is supposed to be the head. Uh, but again, we've gotten so far removed from the godly way of doing things. You know, we're out there trying to do everything on our own and consequently uh, yelling miserably. <laughs> well, I wouldn't take away hope from somebody that good. I mean, I think it's, it's, uh, it's an oxymoron. I mean, you ask a group of women, if you ask a group of single women, if you see a man that you like, would you go up to him and ask him out? Most women will say, no, I would never do that. But after some time is down under your, some grass has grown under your feet, some time comes down by and you experience uh, years of being single, you'll, you'll definitely go up and put yourself on social media and say, hey, I'm single, I want a man, I'm available and all that. But wait a minute, aren't you the one that just said that if you saw a man you wouldn't, you like, you wouldn't go up to him and let him know you're interested in him? No, that's a man's job. He's supposed to do it, well. It's also a man's job to find you. Because he who finds a wife finds with them. It's his job to find you. So that's why you mentioned earlier about patience. How long is patience? How long is waiting? So yesterday I was reading this uh, thing on the internet where this guy uh, took this woman out on the first date. Somebody he met on Tinder. And uh, she ordered an appetizer. Mm -hmm. Well, at the end of the meal, he asked her to split the meal with him. That, that old story again. And so... Um, his reasoning was, you ordered an appetizer that I didn't want, and then I didn't eat. We were the only one that ate the appetizer. And she's saying, you know, it's our first date. 
it's the man's responsibility to put the bill. So this was another thing that, of course, mm-hmm. blew up the Internet. Mm-hmm. So this guy was saying, well, you know, um, women want want equality until it comes to paying the bill. <laughs> and so apparently um, they both had a lot of uh, likes and dislikes and, and comments about that. So, um, I mean, I understand what he's saying. The waters have become muddled. Uh, I think to some degree, uh, women have been kind of forced to become more independent because there have not been men stepping up to the plate or if the man was in the picture, then he left her. Maybe he left her with kids that she's got to take care of. And as Sherry was talking about yesterday, you know, women have, have become, uh, the boss ladies. And sometimes it's difficult to step away from that role when you're in a relationship because that's what you get used to doing. You're used to giving orders. You're used to taking care of everything. Mm-hmm. And now you're trying to enter a relationship with a guy. Um, and maybe even if he wants to be the head, there is difficulty because of the habits you have developed for survival, for success, that may now be standing in the way of that relationship. Yeah. Some of that you said we talked about in our last episode about intimidation. If all that you said, you attach that to all that you said, now the life has moved on. Now the woman is a success. And she raised her kid. Everything's beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Moved on. Kids are grown. Life is financially well with her. Why well, she's longing for that man. But now he's intimidated though. The money you make. So all of those things you wasn't you what you were refusing to accept early on, you're now willing to accept from the same baby daddy. Well, let's say it's a new person, a different person. You're willing to accept now. Kids are grown, they're not a house, second cabin, so you, you're on your own. But you wouldn't accept them there. You know, it's, it's like I said before, I think when a couple, they both go graduate high school, they both get going to college, are not going to but they broke into each other. They both broke. Both are meeting ramen noodles. And their Friday nights are huddled up with each other, but don't know where they, how they're going to pay the next bill or not. They, when they start off broke and end up rich, do you think those people stay together? Or you think his, he's going to get that? Oh, I got money now. She going I got money now. Dude, you know, I've seen it both ways where I've known friends. From high school that's been dating since high school, they still together now. And I also have friends that been dating since high school when they have nothing and now they got everything, but they're not together. So it's like, why is that? What's the breakup? What's the separation? What take, what causes that? And the common denominator is, do you have God in your relationship? Do you have God in your life? Is, are you allowing him? Are you just saying that you're a godly couple, but you're not allowing God to part of your steps in that? You know, it's like, God is not, he's not a God of confusion. So, 
if you're going to allow him into your relationship, that means you guys are praying together. That means you, that mean you guys are reading scripture together or understanding scripture. If he posts the scripture, I like you just corrected me about the Jehovah's, you know, it's that's because we are maybe separately reading the word, but you're getting a different, you're, you're remembering more than I am. Are you getting different interpretation? Either way, we are both in the word. I'm afraid to mistreat you because you're God's child. You should be afraid to mistreat me because I'm God's child. That, that holds a certain standard. That's, that's like having your daddy around the corner. If you do something wrong to me, I'm going to tell my daddy on you. So it holds a, holds a certain standard, I think. When you allow God to actually truly guess the rule and abide in your relationship. And a new relationship that may be hard to do. But that has to be the focal point. It has to be. You good? Uh-huh. I mean, I agree. So, as I've said before, in some previous podcasts, it's important for each individual person to establish their own relationship with God, to come to know Him as their Lord and Savior, to invite Him into your life, and then to let go of everything and let him do what he said he would do as creator of the universe. Mm -hmm. And then he will bring um, he will give you those desires of your heart when you least expect it, bless you with a mate that is well suited for you. Right. So you don't have to go through this process of sleeping with everybody you meet, hoping that just because you slept with them, they're going to want to develop a relationship with That's you. That's a demon. That's a demon. But, uh, I hear you. You know, I'm going to rock our, I'm going to rock our world. Man, you can't rock a world like God can rock a head. You just, you just focus on being man. You just focus on what God intended you to be. God has already ordained, have called you to be a certain person. You living outside of your realm trying to do any of that. And you, and you sipping on ignorance, thinking that you did everything yourself. I'm in charge. Yeah. You're supposed to be in charge of your body, your, your actions and all that. But that's not, that doesn't take, pre- that shouldn't take precedent over who God is in your life and what he's intended. What you're supposed to be in your life. It's like, you know, saying, you know, uh, you make a plan, God, you make God laugh. That's what make God laugh is to tell him your plan. You say, I know the plans I have for you. Plans make you prosper, not to harm you. And you sitting there trying to tell him your plan. Well, Lord, you know, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it like this. And you can make your request known, like you said. 
has a request, but you can't tell them what you're going to no. do. Inspect the results to turn out in your favor. Everything has an order. You have a strict order. You make it into the kingdom of heaven. And it's our choice whether to follow those orders or not. So, relationships, that's part of life. If you happen to have a, have a relationship, that's only the beginning. The work begins in trying to hold on to that relationship. That's where the work begins. Whenever you're ready, you can play out the throne, okay? Thank you so much. Thank you. So, the work begins after <laughs> you have found a woman, found a man. Now, your pers personality is about to show. What you were when you're trying to impress her or him, well, like you said, before sex, I'm supposed to have sex with you, you're supposed to fall all out, all out in amazement. <sighs> it's so good. It may be. But what happens when reality sets in, when real world sets in? It don't matter how good sex was or not. What matters is how much you allow God to be a part of your relationships. That's what matters. So, I pray Gail King and Sherry Shepard. I, I, I don't like to see them put themselves out there like that because they're celebrities and they're, they're known figures. And, and what they do could affect some little girl that may be watching. You know, so I think they're being incredibly selfish by using their platform to tell the world that they need a man. I think that's a private issue between you and God. I don't think the whole world needs to know how bad you need a man. Um, I'm sure it's, it's being used in a humorous way to make us laugh and all that. But the fact is, these two women really are single. Well, and Sherry's, <laughs> um, she did comment that she's twice divorced. Mm -hmm. I thought she said three times divorced. Twice divorced, okay. so. When I hear people say that, mm -hmm. I think about, okay, what's the common denominator in this picture? Mm. Mm -hmm. Perhaps you need to look at yourself. Preach. Preach, man. Um, <coughs> as you try to move forward with finding the next mate mm -hmm. to see if there's some things you need to change right. in yourself. Mm -hmm. Or again, maybe you need to establish that res relationship with Jehovah and let him lead you. Let, you, let him lead you. Amen. Because <laughs> obviously you're not doing a good job. <laughs> maybe good at your career. Maybe good at and what you're doing, what you do for a living. But, like, this right here shows your weakness. And that's okay. We all have to face that. Well, a very stimulating conversation for a Saturday morning. At breakfast at that. Did it ruin your breakfast? No. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Well, I hope we've been a help to somebody. <laughs> and uh, we're back in business. We'll be delivering these podcast. So, welcome to season seven, folks. And this is episode one. Stay tuned for episode two. And Miss Lisa will give the closing benediction. Well, as always, happy dating. Happy dating and date happy, folks. See you next time. Bye. Join us again for another transparent, exciting, and opinionated episode of Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Okay, family. Happy dating. <laughs>